God's grace, God's mercy, and God's peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. The base of our meditation today is from chapter Luke chapter 18, verses 17. People were also bringing babies to Jesus to have him touch them. When the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. But Jesus called the children to him and said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth that anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Brothers and sisters in Christ, united in Christ, saved by his cross, bound together by the infinite grace of our baptism. Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to this. Today we were going to have a most wonderful miracle in the life of the church. But COVID and sickness and other reasons have changed plans for the baptism that was to take place today. But that doesn't mean we can't celebrate baptism today, celebrate our baptism and what it means to us. As someone who has baptized a lot of infants, including my own children and one of my grandchildren in this very sanctuary, I stand in awe. For in baptism, God does something that skeptical adults cannot fathom. How can God do it? How can God love a little child so much that he would declare in the simplest of actions the washing with water? That this child born of sinful parents into a broken world with all that that means for that child, that those simple words in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit combined with that water could declare and proclaim and enact in the most marvelous of ways that God, not rational adults, beyond the reason of men, but God, the Lord of all, has declared and made this child his own, belonging to him, an heir of his promises, but above all that God without hesitation or reservation finds this child the object of his love, the same love that moved him to send Jesus to the cross to pay for the sins of the world. Now we as adults have some questions. We saw it in our text this morning. Whenever Jesus does some things, the first reaction is, no, you can't do that. But Jesus does some things that challenge him. In that lesson about the children, before that is the parable of the Pharisee and the publican, where God shows how he can include in his kingdom even the people that others think shouldn't be there. For everyone who exalts himself shall be humbled, and everyone who humbles himself will be exalted, is followed by the people coming and bringing their children to Jesus, these little people. I find it interesting how those two texts go together. They start bringing little children to Jesus, and Jesus takes them, and he picks them up, and he looks them in the eye, and he puts them on his knee, and he blesses them, and that drives his disciples a little bit sideways. 
What's wrong with him? Yet several times in his ministry, Jesus uses children to challenge adults to a new way of understanding the kingdom of God. But children don't know anything. What do they know about the world and its plagues? Children aren't developed mentally to have cognitive awareness of the things of great theological value. We stand like the disciples several times who tried to usher children away. And we hear his words come to us and they go through us to our heart to call us to the faith of a child. Now, little children are amazing in many ways. They are unpretentious. They are what they are, little children. Mommy, I'm hungry. Daddy, my tummy hurts. Life is simple. They speak their minds and they understand things sometimes better than adults do. That hugs can heal, like what the comfort of kind words can do to one's heart, and what a loving embrace can be in making one's day look a lot better. They see the world sometimes more clearly than adults, and they see things that adults miss from their place down at knee level rather than at adult level, like the beauty of a leaf, or the beauty of a butterfly, or a bug, or a flower that's fallen on the ground. Little children see the world at knee level, close to the ground, It never occurred to me how amazing the coming of Jesus was in the world until I knelt down one time to talk to a little girl after church. And I looked her into the eyes and started talking to her and suddenly realized this is what Jesus has done for us. He has gotten down on his knees and he has looked us in the eyes and he has taken us by our hand and he has put us on his knees and says, Hi, I love you. You are mine. Faith received as a child is a treasure. And I still remember how important it is for us to look at little children and look them in the eye and remind ourselves that such faith is what God calls us to live. Little children see things simply. They grasp simply and believe simply and trust simply, unconditionally, in a world where adults like to put conditions on almost everything. My mummy can fix my hurts, a kiss can make miracles happen, and when I fall down, they will pick me up. There is no doubt they will. And they see things and speak things without worrying about what others think. Sometimes that gets them in trouble and embarrasses adults. That's why children are often the best missionaries, because if they like something, If they like something, they're pretty sure that they want to talk about it and share it with others. I've learned all these things in my Bible stories. I've learned them in the Bible. Jesus loves me. He loves you too. Did you know that? Little children, missionaries. Now, what then was Jesus saying to adults when he spoke our text today? How do we receive the kingdom like little children. It's hard to describe, but I'll try it this way. In 1859, there was a young girl, Anna Bartlett Warner. She wrote a poem, a little children's poem. Her sister was an author who was writing a book, and she liked the poem and included it in her book. In the book, there is a scene where uh, the main character is 
looking and working with a little boy who was dying. The doctors couldn't do anything for him. And he was getting ready for death. And this main character was comforting this little boy in his final hours. And the words he speaks to that little, girl, little boy were the words of, his, of this poem. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Jesus loves me. Loves me still, though I'm weak and very ill. From his shining throne on high comes to watch me where I lie. Jesus loves me. He will take he will stay close beside me all the way. Then this little child, will, he will take up to heaven for his dear sake. The next year, someone put it to music, added the refrain, and that song you all know, and know it well. One of the first Christian songs many of us learned was this one. As a young child in VBS, I was the it was the first thing I learned in my education as a child of God. The poem became a song and a refrain and verses were, were added and verses have been changed over the years, but the message is still the same. It tells of a childlike faith that does not question God's existence or plan, but trusts. Jesus loves me. I am loved. I am his child. I know this for every portion of scripture reminds me of this great fact. It tells me that I, no matter how little I feel or insignificant I may be in the world or others think I am, I belong. I belong to him. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. A childlike confidence in God's promises is the life of faith. Paul said it when he reminded that God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. And the little ones understand that. And they're also open for his strength to come and touch them. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. In our hymn book today, the second verse points the whole gospel in a way so simple, yet points to the very heart of our salvation, the cross, our baptism, and the hope of heaven. Jesus loves me. This is the core of the gospel. It is the love of God that has come to the world, love manifested in a cross in pain and suffering and resurrection. Jesus loves me. He who died, heaven's gates to open wide. He will wash away my sin. Let this little child come in. Could we make it any more simple, more clear, more powerful? Jesus loves me. By his cross, he broke open the gates of heaven. And he ushers me in, little ones, old ones, young ones, all kind of ones, into his kingdom. He will take us home at the end of the age. 
And it all affirms, yes, Jesus loves me. There's a third verse that is quite well known. It's a verse that affirms our daily walk with Christ. It also proclaims the childlike trust of faith that takes Jesus at his promise, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus loves me. He will stay close beside me all the way. This too is a statement of faith, isn't it? I am loved by God and I am not alone. And when we look around us in our society at this time in history, a lot of pain and a lot of anger is being expressed by people who are feeling alone, cut off, empty. They're feeling lost. Jesus loves me. He will stay close beside me all the way. Thou hast bled and died for me. I will henceforth live for thee. It varies from verse to hymn book, but you get the point. Yes, Jesus loves me. Be not because I who live, but because Jesus lives in me, around me and by me each step of the way. Like so many hymns, other verses have been added over the years, but two from 1862 by the original uh, writer of the music add these two verses that add even more. Jesus loves me, this I know, as he loved so long ago, taking children on his knee, saying, let them come to me. That puts the text right into the music, doesn't it? Jesus loves me still today, walking with me on my way, wanting as a friend to give light and love to all who live, reminding that children, childlike faith is a sharing faith, a faith that reaches out. If you know something good, you tell your friends. Boy, we can learn a lot about that as adults, can't we? Dear friends, in Jesus, during these days, these trying days, when fears assail us and we live with an awareness that we are like children, frightened children, understanding that we stand in weakness before so many forces around us, and we are humbled. And yet we look to this song and we are reminded that we can learn a lot from children. We can learn a lot from this song. Like a little child suffering and not understanding, we need some good news. And that news is there in the gospel that we sing about in this little song. That's why this little hymn is so dear to us. How many times in your life has that song been something that you've sung or remembered as you faced a trial or faced something that was overwhelming you and you remember that I am a child of God? And you come down to the end of it saying, when all else is lost, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. So when you are struggling or confused or just need a reassuring, remember, Jesus loves you as the scriptures tell you. You belong to him and his strength will get you through. He is strong. Your sins are forgiven. Yes, he loves you, and he has made you a home in heaven. What more do we need? What more strength do we know? What great love he has shown to us. Amen.
Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.